a special edition of the Let's Boogie podcast. It is the week of movies, big, the biggest night in Hollywood, the Academy Awards. As a podcast that is home to three dudes who enjoy movies, one of us who is going to school to, you know, work in movies, uh, we take this shit seriously. Well, at least for the most part. But hey, enough of my yakking. What do you say? Let's boogie. Let's boogie! Let's boogie. If you have crack, let's boogie. <laughs> no one is going into your asshole. I, I, well, I wouldn't let him without the crack. Baby, love really hurts without you. Love really hurts without you. And it's breaking my heart for what you do. Hey, oh. All right. <laughs> We're going to start it off with the first category, which is adapted screenplay. The nominees are The Ballad Buster Scruggs, written by Joel Cohen and Ethan Cohen. We have Black Klansman, written by Charlie Wakel. Yeah, you could just say the name. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. Uh, so, going back, we have The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Black Klansman, Can You Forgive Me, If Beale Street, if Beale Street Could Talk, and A Star Is Born. Now... Matt, what are your thoughts? Um, I made it actually for every award that we're going to talk about. I made a should win, a will win, and a biggest snub category for each. I'm going to say uh, my should win pick for this is going to be The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I actually had a great time watching that movie, and uh, I didn't know it was an adapted screenplay at all. So the fact that it's in this list, uh, I was a little surprised, but I was happy because it was a solid movie. But uh, the movie that I think will win is going to be Black Klansman. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say um, A Star is Born is definitely going to win. Um, definitely? Great movie all around. Definitely. Definitely? Lock okay. it in? Lock of the week? I'm locking it in. Oh! <laughs> For screenplay. Um, we get real hyped up about these screenplays. Yeah. Big screenplay, um, guys. Shout out to the Omaha Central English Department. We love yep. screenplays, baby. Yes. Yes, sir. Um, I just love Bradley Cooper and, you know, Lady Gaga. As much as 2008, her music was, uh, was bopping, she can still bop, so... Biggs, what do you got? Yeah, what do you got, Biggs? Uh, I'm going to have to agree with Matthew. I think Black Klansman's going to win. Um, I didn't know it was adapted, but uh, I it thought is It is from a book. Um, I will say the worst I mean, it part. Is, it is loosely based on a, it's loosely based on a true story. It's not yeah, that's 100% actually, factual. That's actually but, what I was going to say about the screenplay. It's a good screenplay. It's a good script. But it is not uh, accurate. I'm pretty yeah. sure Adam Driver's character did not even exist in real life. Yeah, it's not like 100% factual. But I thoroughly, I was talking to Matt about this because Matt was in the process of watching all the uh, the Best Picture nominees. And he asked me about Black Klansman. And he was kind of surprised that I'd actually seen it. But yeah. uh, I I was thir- I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, you know dorky white dudes aren't usually the people who would enjoy themselves a good old-fashioned Spike Lee joint, but, um... A joint's I, a joint. A joint is a joint, and Spike, <laughs> tweet. And Spike the, uh, the Knicks are down, but this movie was definitely... I'll say... Here's, here's a hot take. 
This movie was better than the New York Knicks. How about that? Uh, that'll that is not hard. That'll <laughs> that'll hard get that'll get uh that'll make Spike happy. This movie was better than the New York Knicks. So I will but also take I will Black say, Klansman. I will say my biggest snub this year for adapted screenplay, one that did not even get a nomination, was You Are Never Really Here. This is an independent movie uh, from Lynn Ramsey uh, starring Joaquin Phoenix, who I think is actually the best working actor today. And uh, it was adapted from a book, and I thought it was a very good movie. Very trippy, experimental, artsy movie. So, yeah. Joaquin Phoenix and being trippy. Bah! <laughs> Bombshell. <laughs> um, carrying on to our uh, second nomina- or second category, we have original screenplay. Um, so the nominees for this category are The Favorite, First Reformed, Green Book, Roma, and Vice. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Um, I think the favorite's going to win. Me and Matt went and saw Matt and I went and saw this. Yeah. Um, it was a v- very good movie. Um, a lot, a lot of, uh, shoot, I forgot the word that I was looking for, but um, the foreshadowing um, was really good. The dialogue. Um, the dialogue was very good. Um, the ending was, it was a little weird, but, um, I would I say just love, for a period love, piece, yeah. the script yeah. is definitely, oh, yeah. uh, unique. Olivia Coleman and Emma Stone did a great job in this movie. Um, their chemistry was phenomenal. Um, so that's why I think the favorite is going to win. Um, I, so for mine, I said the movie that should win, the movie that I would like to see win is First Reformed from Paul Schrader. Uh, this is probably honestly the best script I have uh, I've seen in a long time. Um, really thought-provoking stuff. It brings up uh, themes about um, how does this pastor of this small church that's dying um, maintain his belief in God and Christianity, especially in times like these where it's not really considered very cool to uh, to be involved with that stuff. So I thought it was really interesting. Um, and the twist ending is awesome. Uh, but what I think will win is actually Green Book. Um, I think it is a award favorite this year. And it is not a bad script at all. I think it's a good time. So I would not be surprised or sad to see it win. Biggs, what do you got? Uh, I will probably... I'm going to choose Roma hey just to pick Roma so I'm not gonna elaborate on that so because <laughs> you're not that really is, confident in your pick that is my yeah. that is my pick uh artsy fancy yeah Roma woo all right Chris you're up yeah no he already said uh the favorite went uh, yikes yeah. okay <laughs> Okay, what do you Carrying got Carrying on to the next category, we have original song. Uh, the nominees are All the Stars, Al Fight, The Place Where Lost Things Go, Shallow, and When a Cowboy Trades His Spurs for Wings. Shallow. It's got to be shallow. Yeah, this is, uh, the, this is the easiest uh, decision of the evening. Uh, that being said, I think it should win, and I think it will win, but I think... Uh, 
uh, unsurprisingly, in my opinion, all the stars has a chance because I am of the belief that Black Panther will not win a single award that it is nominated for. So I think the Academy not wanting to go back on the fact that they nominated such a average movie for their award show will give it at least one award. And I think because of that, because of the politics behind the Academy, they will give it one award. It's going to be their participation ribbon is what you're saying? Pretty much. (laughs) But, um, oh, crap, I forgot to. So real quick, my biggest snub for original screenplay is eighth grade. Uh, Bo Burnham got completely snubbed. Um, mm-hmm. in this award show, and I think it deserves it at least a nomination. But my biggest snub for original song is going to be Sunflower from Spider-Man, or it's yes. going to be Suspirium from the movie Suspiria, which also had a great soundtrack. But those are my two snubs for that category. But I think score is next. Yes, uh, we have original score. Um, the nominees are Black Panther, Black Klansman, if Beale Street Could Talk, Isle of Dogs, and Mary Poppins Returns. Um, I think I'm going to, I think, I think my opinion is the only one that really cares about this one, honestly. <laughs> I don't think you guys yeah. care that much. Uh, I'm going to say Isle of Dogs should win and will win. Uh, Wes Anderson is known for having some good, uh, some good music to his movies, so I think it'll win. But I will say, uh, uh, um, again, the snub is going to be... Um, Anna Meredith for eighth grade on this one. I think eighth grade soundtrack is one of the most unique to come out from this year. So I would have liked to see at least a nomination, but again, we don't recognize in independent comedians, movies at the Oscars. Comedians yeah. don't win Oscars. Yeah. I think, uh, Will, I think Will Ferrell sang a song about that once. Uh, yeah. Comedians not, don't win Oscars, but uh, I am going, uh, I'm going to be 100% honest. I have seen two of the movies in this category. Uh, the last thing I thought about in them was the score. So I'm going to pick If Bill Street Could Talk. All right. Okay. I haven't seen it. I know nothing about it. Uh, a street talking sounds really intriguing. So uh, that's going to be my choice. Chris, do you have a weigh-in on this? Um, you know... I only saw two two films as well out of this uh, category, and honestly, I think Black Panther is going to win because um, they had a lot of original music from a lot of big artists. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, um, I think SZA was in there. Yeah, but this is score, Maybe. which is composer. Oh, oh my bad. Oh, music, yeah, sir. definitely. Um, then I think Black Klansman is going to win. Um, okay. Definitely thought it was just I thought it was song. Uh, my bad, but um, that's not a bad yeah. pick. I definitely think Black Black Klansman. Really, don't know how to elaborate on that. Um, we can so yeah. uh, we can move to <laughs> visual effects yeah. now, though. You can add that um, in there if you have that lined yeah, up. I do right here. Uh, visual effects nominees are Avengers: Infinity War, Christopher Robin, First Man, Ready Player One. And Solo, a Star Wars story. Solo, a Star Wars story. Academy nominee, Academy Award nominee. Who'd have thunk it? Yeah, but we can can we talk about the fact that Avengers: Infinity War uh, is nominated for visual effects, and that is it. Yeah. Whereas I, Black I, Panther got how yeah. many nominations? Five, Two six. Damn many, sir. Yeah. Two damn I can, many. I can give you a couple reasons why, but I. 
definitely think I shouldn't say why. Forget it, Donnie. You're out of your element. As I'm saying, oh, uh, I think brother. the winner for this one is going to be Avengers Infinity War. Because, I agree. Uh, it's probably one of the biggest Marvel movies um, to ever come out because it was 10 years in the making. Um, and there was a lot of a lot a lot of CGI fights, so I definitely think. Um, and it was also a very well produced movie. Um, so yeah, I definitely think Infinity War is going to win. So Matt, does that mean you agree? Uh, I do agree. Do you have a different take? So I am going to give a scorching hot take, mostly just to go against the two of you. I want to be. I want to give myself a better chance at winning this competition of picking. I'm going to go with Solo because superhero movies okay. don't win Oscars and Star Wars movies do sometimes. And while you can fault that movie for, you know, Han Solo not looking like Han Solo and all the other uh, the other gaggle of bullshit that was that movie that was so bad it killed any future Star Wars spinoff from happening. I actually enjoyed it. It did look pretty good. I will say it I enjoyed looked myself good. watching it. It looked and it looked good. Like it it Ron Howard's not a bad director, so he he's he's not going to make no, like an I awful think, movie. No, I think I think it was it I definitely agree it was enjoyable despite the calcavade of uh, BS that was going on throughout well, the production biggest problem and with all that the production stuff, was uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller were going to direct it. Yeah. And I really would have loved to see that because you, yeah. you can see what they did with Spider-Verse. Speaking of Spider-Verse, my biggest snub of the year for visual effects is going to be Spider-Verse because why do we not nominate animated movies for visual effects? I think it had some of the most unique effects for an animated movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, I just think the Academy. I think they really probably, care, you know, I think they I, probably lean politics. on the side of visual effects being for live yeah. action movies. Yeah. 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 But, um, but as you speaking of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, we move into our next category, which is animated feature film. The nominees are Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs, Mirai, I think that's what it is. Mira? Mira? Whatever. Uh, and <laughs> Ralph Breaks the Internet, as well as Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um, Bigelow, I, what do you got? Well, he's, he's, he's doing something right now, but I think, oh. I think it's a pretty easy decision what should win this one? I think it should be Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah. It's a very unique movie. It's a very yeah. family-friendly, good-time movie. But yeah. um, And I really think there's a debate on that other than uh, Isle of Dogs and In Incredibles 2. But my big snub is going to be um, Isle of Dogs. Even though it is nominated, I think it, it's a very good animated movie because of the stop-motion animation. And I think it's only a snub mm -hmm. because I know it's not going to win. It nothing's going to beat Spider Verse this year in, in animation. It doesn't yeah. matter. So, yeah, um, I think Spider Man is going to win as well. Um, now, after I saw that movie, I did a little bit of research because the animation um, was a lot different than some of the other animated films because um, it literally looked like you were watching a comic book happen right in front of you yeah. and 
Um, it's actually a new type of animation that um, a lot of these directors are going to start using for, you know, animated comic book movies. Um, and it's called laser 3D animation. Um, and the process of how they do it is just insane, um, which is kind of my reasoning behind why I think it's going to win because... Well, I know um, it took a long s- time. Yeah. I mean, I think I read something that it took like, it was five years in the making. Jeez. So it's, I was very pleased watching that movie. I'm a big, big Spider-Man fan. I've always As been a Spider-Man I. fan yeah. uh, since I was a kid. And um, being able to watch that movie from a different viewpoint of um, separate char- separate Spider-Man characters um, working as one was very, very cool. Um, I saw it three times in a week. It's such yeah, a good movie. I saw, it, I saw I, it twice in a week. and I actually um, ranked my movies from this year, and I think it's my number third, number three. My number list. third, good yeah. English. Good Shut English. up. <laughs> number third. Yeah, it's number three on my list. Biggs, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to go with the crowd. I would agree. Uh, Spider-Verse, probably going to take it. It is also kind of a kind of an achievement to beat Pixar in an Oscar race for an animated feature, which, I mean, if, in, if they beat The Incredibles, you know, they, they beat Pixar, which is, you know, like, if you come at the king, you best not miss. You know, you got to <laughs> take your best shot. Uh, but I would definitely agree that uh, Spider-Verse was definitely quite the time at the movies. It was very enjoyable. Uh, I'm glad I was not under the influence of drugs when I went and saw it. I probably would have had a fit. But, um, yeah, trippy animation will do that to you. But, um, no, it was very, very enjoyable so that'll damn good movie one for the ages i think Mm -hmm. best animated movie since lego movie i would agree um now let's go on to our next category which is uh best director um the nominees are spike lee powell paloski um yorgos landimos (laughs) alfonso (laughs) Kieran and Adam McKay. Um, Alfonso Caron. Alfonso Caron. Caron. Alfonso yeah. Caron. Sorry, that's my white person tongue that doesn't really. <laughs> uh, I don't speak with the accents, I'm sorry. Um, and by accents, I'm talking about the little accents on top of the words. Um, anyways, um, I think I'm going to go with Spike Lee. Um, he did a very good job directing that movie. Um, he's also, you know, one of the great directors, uh, out there right now, you know, to star in a movie, um, by Spike Lee is a huge achievement for a lot of people. Um, so I definitely think he's going to win. Um, but who I want to win, uh, would be Yorgo Lanthimos who directed the favorite. Yeah, Yorgos. Um, like I said, um, a little bit ago. Uh, the favorite was just, it was super good. The, uh, the screen, the oh, man, see, I still Yorgos, don't know the word. Yorgos is one of the most unique directors out there today. Yeah. And if anyone yeah. has seen the lobster or killing of a sacred deer or even dog tooth, I think you can tell he has a style that is instantly recognizable. And I would consider him an auteur. Sorry. I'm such a film student for saying shit like this. 
but an auteur is basically like a recognizable style and like yeah he brings something to the table uh yeah uh matt what do you got uh let me check my list here um for a director i would agree spike lee uh definitely put his heart and soul into his project but i think it's undeniable and i think it is both a should win and a will win alfonso caron is going to take it uh, unanimously, I think, because he embodied the entire movie of Roma. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was the director, writer, cinematographer, editor, producer, and I'm pretty sure he cast all the roles. So his fingerprints are all over this movie, and I think he deserves to win because of that. Biggs? I would have to agree. Um... Yeah, I'd be happy with anyone not named Adam McKay winning, but um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with Alfonso. Uh, he definitely did, definitely, I mean, directors do a lot as is, but he definitely went above and beyond and made that project his own, like, literally. Like, he literally made that, like, from top well, to Well, it's bottom. also based on his life and growing yeah. up. Yep, um, so... But my snub for this category is also going to be um, Ari Aster for Hereditary. I think Hereditary was one of the most unique horror movies that has come out yes. in a long time. And I, I think with, with the budget that he had to work with and the um, not not unknown act, actors and actresses, but um, relatively lesser known, uh, I think yeah. he did an incredible job and one cannot be denied. And I think he deserved an Oscar nomination at least over Adam McKay. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Politics, I, um, baby. Yeah. Chris, were you going to touch on documentary at all? We have free solo. Hail country this morning, this evening, minding the gap of fathers and sons and RG, RBG. Um, I know I, I just want to say the only reason I asked about if you were going to touch on this, I know none of us have seen any of these movies, Yeah. but the reason I wanted to talk about it was because first off, I think free solo will win. And I think free solo should win. It's being hailed. I wanted to see it actually in the theaters, but I just didn't get around to it. But the main reason I wanted to talk about this was that the Mr. Rogers documentary, won't you be my neighbor was not even nominated which is insane to me because it is actually number four on my, on my movies of the year. Um, it's an incredibly powerful documentary about, you know, everybody knows Mr. Rogers was a good guy, but I don't think I really recognized how much of an impact he had until I watched this movie. Like the guy was completely about love. He, he kept himself at 143 pounds constantly because he loved how one, four, three represented. I love you because there's one letter in I four letters in love and three letters in you. So it's just amazing how, how loving this guy was. And it really impacted me, um, on, on a level that I didn't think it would. So I was just blown away when I heard it was not nominated. So I just wanted to touch on that, but we can move on to the next one. Cause I know you guys, I I uh, I would have to agree with your take on "Won't You Be My Neighbor." Uh, I I haven't seen it. I want to see it, but since I was a very lonely child, 
I watched quite a bit of Mr. Rogers when I was younger. And Do you still um, watch Mr. Rogers? Because you're lonely? Uh, well, he's been dead for a while, so I don't think he's putting out <laughs> any... Uh, any new content? Rest in peace to the. Sweater. Oh, did he? Uh, but um, he has his nice YouTube vlog channel. But um, yeah, but, puts out daily vlogs. But no, I heard that that movie was very impactful, very well done, and uh, gave a good look to a big piece of my childhood. So I want to see it, and I'm very surprised that it was not nominated either. But yeah, on to that. And it should have won. Yeah, totally agree with both of you. Um, Moving on to our next category, <coughs> which is cinematography. The nominees are Cold War, The Favorite, Never Look Away, Roma, and A Star is Born. Go ahead if you guys want to. Uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and go with A Star is Born. Um, you know, as I said before, it's just a great movie all around. Um, the still frames, a lot, some of the still frames in this movie are stunning. Uh, the camera work, just it's perfect in almost every which way. Um, but yeah, I think I'm going to go with A Star is Born. Biggs, do you have a hot take on this? Um, I wouldn't necessarily call it a hot take, uh, considering, I mean, I'm just going to go with Roma. Uh the bits and pieces that I've, I've tried to start watching it multiple nights and then I fell, I fell asleep during it probably because I shouldn't be a degenerate and should be in bed by two thirty in the morning. But it, uh, one thing I cannot deny is that it's a very good looking movie and it was very well shot and very well made. So that will, that is my, my, my choice. I am actually going to agree with you on that. I think it should win and I think it will win. I think, uh, the black and white makes it all, all, all that much more artsy and filmy, and um, I think uh, I think it had the best cinematography. Uh, I will say the favorite did have incredible cinematography, though, uh, because it's super unique. Um, a, a majority of the movie is, I'm pretty sure, like only a handful of shots is actually on eye level. All of the shots are are a low angle shot. Meaning you put you put the camera closer to the floor and shoot up to the actors. So it was super interesting to have that as like the entire movie, especially sitting in the movie theater where you're lower than the screen. So the entire yeah. time you're watching, it feels like you're looking up. So that was kind of cool. But my biggest snub for this category, I love cinematography. I think it's the most important part of movie making. But I would have to say it's going to be first reformed. I think it had really interesting cinematography and the aspect ratio was uh, definitely unique. Uh, and they utilized, uh, they utilized the actors the best that they could. So yeah, that's my snub. Uh, which brings us to our next category, which is actor in a supporting role. Our nominees are Mashallah Ali, Mahershala. Adam Driver. Jimmy, Kim, Jimmy Kimmel stayed oh. on this for so long. You have to get it right. Mahershala? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mahershala Ali. We also have Adam Driver, Sam Elliott, Richard E. Grant, and Sam Rockwell. Biggs, what do you got? Uh, I am going to pick my boy Remy Danton from House of Cards, also known as Mahershala Ali. Uh, he's definitely come a long way. Uh, and in the world of acting 
He's also a heavy favorite for this category. I have not seen Green Book, but I know he's damn good in just about everything he does, and he has come a long way since being a lobbyist on a Netflix show. So uh, I'm gonna gonna have to show some love to my boy Mahershala Ali. Um, I'm going to agree with you on that. I think. Uh, it's more so I don't think Mahershala was actually that amazing um, in his role, but I think uh, this is a relatively weak year for supporting actors nominees. I think Adam Driver was okay. Um, and I think uh, Sam Elliott was okay, but I think Mahershala beats him just by process of, of elimination. Well, why hasn't Adam Driver been nominated for playing Kylo Ren? I don't know, dude. Chris, what do you got? Uh, I think I'm just gonna just gonna piggyback. Throw, yeah, just gonna throw one out there and just uh, agree with the three with the two of you. Um, I haven't seen Green Book, but uh, his name sounds really cool. And, uh, <laughs> it's even he's, longer. He's gonna That's win. not his full name. Um, although Sam Elliott just has a super deep voice and. As we said in the last episode, he is the most underappreciated yeah. actor of our Sam time. Sam Elliott is an American <laughs> yeah. treasure. He, uh, he deserves all the love in the guys. world. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I would also like to say the snub for this one, to me, is an obvious Josh Hamilton from 8th grade. I think yep. him as the dad in 8th grade, he especially at the end, I'm not going to spoil anything, but... He has a monologue near the end that is just stunning and really shows why the script should have been nominated and why he should have been nominated. I mean, that shit actually moved me. I was like, God damn, that is a dad, you know? So that's my snub. That's a dad being a guy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that brings us to supporting actress. And the nominees are... Amy Adams, Marina de Tavira, Tavira, Regina King, Emma Stone, and Rachel Weitz. Um, I think I know who you're picking, Chris. Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and pick Emma Stone. Your bae. She is the love of my life. (laughs) Um, Every movie that she does. First name basis. Yeah. Yeah. but in the favorite, I mean, she just did an amazing job uh, in her role. Um, Such incredible just, range. Yeah. Not yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, from going from a musical like La La Land to a serious um, timepiece, uh, I think she can do anything. And she was a comedy um, actress before all this. That's what's amazing yeah, to me. Yeah, like Easy A. <laughs> Um, That's a but anyways, good, good God. <laughs> I actually like Easy A. <laughs> and Emma Stone in The Favorite, um, she just did an amazing job. Um, yeah, I am I, going I'm to agree go with you. Uh, me and Chris have massive hard-ons for La La Land. I think La La Land oh, yeah. is probably my favorite movie in terms of like a film film. Definitely artsy, definitely good, definitely unique uh, in the way it's presented. But Emma Stone definitely did a great job in this movie. Uh, She's a good actress, and I don't think people were expecting her to be this good of an actress. But she does have very large eyes. Very (laughs) bug-eyed. So that's a little distracting for me. But that doesn't take away from her performance at all. Uh, But I think she should win and will win. 
Um, I am going to go to her co-star in that movie. I'm going to take, is it Wheeze or Wise? How Rachel Weiss. Rachel Weiss. Okay. Yeah. I I have not seen the favorite, but I know your guys's pants are a little tighter than usual. Just talking about it. <laughs> so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the other end of that movie. They they both got nominated, so I'm going to take whoever the hell Rachel Weiss is. That is my that is my choice. Definitely good acting performances in that entire movie. Uh, but yeah. I will say uh, the big snub for this category. Even though she's not a supporting actress, um, I chose a different actress for um, the actress category itself. Tilda Swinton in um, Suspiria really stole the show, and um, she played uh, she played the head mistress lady. She played an old man in the movie, and she also played the head witch. I'm pretty sure. So. She played three parts in one movie and did a, a fantastic job, and she did not even get a nomination, so I was a little upset. But anyways, let's move on. Yes, let's uh, move on to our next category, which is going to be actor in a leading role. Uh, we have Christian Bale, Bradley Cooper, Willem Dafoe, Rami Malek. Rami. Malik, Rami. Rami Malek. And is it... Vigio or Vigo? Vigo. Vigo, Vigo. Vigo Mortensen. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pick my boy Willem Dafoe. Uh, I saw At Eternity's Gate. I thought it was... You saw At Eternity's Gate? I did. I didn't even see that. Uh, Holy shit. <laughs> Bruh. I honestly thought it was a, a really good film. Um, Willem Dafoe, he can do anything. If he can go from a Spider-Man villain all the way up to um, a serious role like at Eternity's Gate. Um, I honestly think he should win. Um, I really do not want to see Christian Bale win. Um, I would love to see Bradley Cooper win, but I really am going to go with my boy Willem Dafoe because he just has a special place in my heart. Uh, Biggs, I'm going to let you go because I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant. So. <laughs> So I I'm just gonna spoil Matt's rant and say he's gonna rant about two two people in this category because he hated two movies in this category. Uh, my choice, and I hate to say it, but after uh, old boy Gary Oldman won this war award last year for lots of prosthetics and being a fat white dude, I really <laughs> hate to say it. But I think Bale might win. No, that's yeah, that's it. I lock it in. Uh, I think he, he did win the Golden Globe. I think the movie. It's not. This award isn't based on the movie. The award is based on his performance in his role, which was solid. And the transformation he went through to get into the role was very good. And I think that at I think the precedent has been set. That if you put on a lot of prosthetics and make yourself fat, you were already ahead of the game. So my but Christian pick, Bale did gain the weight, whereas Oldman wore a suit, I'm pretty sure. So he went the extra fucking mile. Yeah. So he went he went above and beyond. And I yeah. also want to see him win again so all the idiots on the internet can say, wait, Christian Bale's British? Uh, so yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's my choice. 
Um, before I go on my rant, I'm actually not going to rant about two people. I actually agree with you. I thought Christian Bale did a good job. I think he was the best part of that movie. Um, but uh, for the actor, I would love to win and I think should win is going to be Bradley Cooper. I think he completely embodied his character and completely became another person. Um, I mean, the dude worked with a voice actor for a few months, lowering the octave of his voice just so he could talk different. And his whole thing that he has where he's deaf in one ear, where he just like constantly uh, like somebody will say something to him and randomly he'll just go, what was that or something like it's just so it's so real. And I think he did an incredible job, probably the best performance of his career. Wait, um, what did you say? Shut up. <laughs> Chris is deaf in one ear. For those deaf who guy don't know. relates to deaf guy. <laughs> Um, but I hate to say this. I really do. But I think uh, the Academy is going to pull a fast one on us. And I think they are going to give this Oscar to Rami fucking Malik, who uh, this is going to be the start of my Bohemian Rhapsody rant. And I will get into it a little bit more when we talk about Best Picture. Bohemian Rhapsody is not a good movie. And those who think it's a good movie are dumb. Uh, Rami Malek, Malek did not even do a good job. Y'all some uh, imbeciles, cuh. Yeah. Uh, okay. Not do a good job is harsh. He was the best part of that movie. But uh, he is not – he does not bring uh, anything to the character of Freddie Mercury that you cannot find in interviews online or on his Wikipedia page. So that's, uh, that's why I think – uh, he shouldn't be nominated, but I think the Academy will actually give this Oscar to him because just like with Black Panther uh, earlier, I was talking about um, they're they're going to give original song to all the stars as their uh, participation trophy. I think Bohemian Rhapsody will not win a single Oscar it's nominated for, but I think it has a shot at this because I think the, the Academy doesn't want to backtrack and realize that they nominated such an awful, awful movie for Best Picture. So I think they're just going to give them one. And I think it's also, uh, I think it's an award favorite just because uh, he's Freddie Mercury, he's gay, so that's relevant. And, uh, oh, what was the other reason that I had? I can't remember, but it's just like, it's this perfect storm of, oh, and Rami Malek has never even been nominated or won before, so people are probably going to root for him. Uh, but it's just this perfect storm that I think is relevant to today um, and I think will probably win. But uh, I would also like to add real quick, um, my biggest snub is going to be Ethan Hawke for First Reformed. Um, I think he did an incredible job, and he actually got nominated for most awards that have to deal with actors so i think a lot of people were surprised that he didn't get nominated and i was too uh which brings us to our next category which is actress in a leading role <clears throat> our nominees are and i know i'm gonna butcher this name yalitza aparcio yeah i don't Aparcio. even know how to say it so yeah whatever uh we also have glenn close olivia coleman lady gaga and melissa mccarthy so uh, I think I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Um, I think Olivia Coleman's going to win. Indeed. Uh, you know, she did a great job. Um, I really think she was the best part of the movie, the favorite. 
Um, One of the best performances I've seen in a long yeah, time by an actress. Most definitely. Um, you know, I really don't want to spoil the movie at all, um, but a lot of the things that uh, she was going through, she, I think she really nailed a lot, a lot of the things. Um, she was the perfect, you know, crazy, crying, yeah. just all around mess of a human being. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think Olivia Coleman's going to win. Um, someone that I'd like to see win is Lady Gaga, because I honestly don't think that she's ever won any, any Oscar. Uh, she's won a golden globe for American horror story. Okay. Um, but it'd be real. It, it would be really cool to see Lady Gaga win. Um, but, uh, yeah, those are my picks. Yeah. My um, should I, win and will win is also Olivia Coleman. So, okay. Uh, Bigelow, what do you got? So, uh, I think the only movie in this category I've seen is a star is born much love to Gaga, but she is not my pick. Uh, I think, uh, attractive old dudes are called, I think silver foxes. I'm going to pick myself a silver mace <laughs> because I have a soft spot for grandma's Glenn close. Give Glenn. it to me. Yeah. Glenn close. Um, she is a hell of an actress. I just know that. Couldn't name anything else she's done, but you don't I think just... she is the favorite to win. So I don't think you, I'm, I'm just, you know, going against the grain. I want to win. I want to win this little pick em contest. So I'm going to go with the silver minx, Miss Glenn Close. Um, okay. And then my, um, I actually, um, also agree with you. I think, um, I haven't seen the movie, but I know she's the favorite to win. Um, but, um, otherwise my snub for this category is definitely 100% undeniably Tony Collette from hereditary. I think, uh, she really stole the show and I thought she would for sure get an act, uh, actress nomination, even a possibility to win it, but she didn't even get nominated. So I was, uh, I was a little irked. So yeah, she is my snub. But now we move on to the big discussion, the one everyone's been waiting for. This brings us to the best picture. Our nominees are Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice. Um, Bigelow, why don't you start us off? I think actually, real quick... um, do you think maybe we should go down this list and give our opinions for movies? Well, uh, the movies put it, one let's by one? put it this way. I'm just going to lead it in by saying three of these movies should not be nominated for this. Uh, one yes. of them is a painfully... Let's actually talk about that. Okay, yeah, so first. I'll lead yeah. in. One of them is not even the best movie of its genre to come out this past year, and that would be Black Panther. Yeah, one uh, of them, so was let's just talk about black panther go ahead no Um, go for it because (laughs) i mean with all the movies that came out this year to nominate black panther um and also have it be the best or the first superhero movie to get a nomination is just so absurd i mean you've had the dark knight you've had avengers infinity war you've had Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse maybe even should have been nominated for Best Picture. Mm -hmm. And Black Panther, although it wasn't bad, 
was just another superhero movie that happened to have a little bit of style to it. It was kind of boring. It was boring. It really was. It was kind of boring. And the third act was so underdeveloped and just... just I mean, I am not dead. Yeah, as you can tell, I am not dead. Oh, Arya, Arya, now, (laughs) T'Challa. How are you going to kill the main character within you know thirty-five minutes of the movie? I mean, that just that doesn't make. I mean, to make it seem like you killed them in the first thirty-five minutes, like you got to go, you got to go confirm the kill there. Killmonger. Yeah. If you're well, such a monger, me go off, confirm your damn kill, son. Yeah, what pisses me off is um, the fact that um, Chadwick Boseman was the least interesting person in this movie. And it is yeah. his movie. So, so like, uh, the supporting cast was nice. He was, better actually, in, he was better in Civil War than he was in his own damn movie. Oh, I agree. Um, <laughs> I think Killmonger stole the show uh, easily. But... Um, I don't even think he was that good. Um, I think he had some messages that a lot of people related to when they were watching, but I didn't think he was that good of a villain. So it was a very subpar superhero movie, and the storyline, you know, you know, you can, you can I go think, ahead and say um, it's it's a good superhero movie, but for it to be nominated for a best picture, to be alongside, you know, the favorite, especially the Star first Born superhero and, movie, the first superhero yeah. movie ever to be nominated for best picture, yeah. Yeah, I I definitely think it should not it should not be a nomination. Or it might be first Marvel movie. I think Dark Knight may have actually been nominated for Best Picture. I can't remember now, but um, uh, I do know Heath Ledger and Christian Bale were both nominated for uh, Dark Knight, but I don't think the actual movie itself was nominated for Best Picture. I think that it's a it's a political move entirely, um, especially when you look at the list of movies that. Um, came out this it's, year there are yeah. many more so much more deserving of it than than black panther so that's my take on that so but, um, speaking of politics segue to another movie that should not be nominated for this category and that movie is vice uh matt and i went and saw this movie together we wanted uh, to like this movie we really we really wanted to like this movie I we, loved The Big Short. We re- we both really enjoyed The Big Short. We both really have enjoyed Adam McKay's work in the past. Uh, good cast with Christian and Carell. It was and the Amy perfect Adams storm. It should have been amazing. And and W an American hero George W being played by Sam Rockwell. Like it. An American treasure. An American treasure playing an American treasure. It should <laughs> like it's the perfect storm. And this I. I've only gone to a few movies with Matt, but I have not seen you as pissed off <laughs> leaving a movie <laughs> as, just, I mean, as we so... were when we left seeing that movie. <laughs> I, mean, was... I mean, it was so unfactual. I don't understand how you can make and like so biased. And it was just like relating Dick Cheney to being the cause of every bad thing that's happened Everything to America wrong in the world <laughs> since the start of the century comes back to Dick like, Cheney. Bom, bom, bom. I, tol- I, I tolerated the entire movie. I tolerated it. I actually thought it was pretty good until the last couple minutes when Dick Cheney addresses the camera and gives his little monologue about he's pure evil and shit like that. But 
the part that really got to me that I always point to as the example for why I don't like this movie. Dick Cheney is addressing the camera. He's telling America, yeah, I'm evil, but I got away with it. You know, whatever. And cut in with this in the editing, they show <laughs> glimpses of the California wildfires. And like hurricanes and shit. <laughs> like, like, As if Dick Cheney disasters. <laughs> It's 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 literally just really lazy clips gathered together of natural disasters. It's and almost like you shitty can tell. things that have happened. It's almost like you can tell it was made by the same guy who made Step Brothers. Yeah, it's almost and <laughs> like the, and and the editing was so jarring in this movie. I didn't like the fact that it jumped back and forth between him as as he was younger and him as he was older. And I also didn't like how. Uh, it broke the fourth wall. I think it would have been better if they didn't break the fourth wall. And, uh, I mean, they had, they had a sequence in there where they were comparing him to some cartoon villain. If I remember correctly, do you remember yeah, that part? It, I think, I think I do, but I tried it's like to a for, Transformers I, I villain or some shit like to, that. I tried to forget about that movie, man. I, it could have been, it could have been really good, and I was just—I was not impressed in any way, form, or fashion. See, and 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 for me, it was biased um, in a bad way. Which is, if you want to show me that Dick Cheney was such a bad guy, um, show it to me with facts, and show it to me in a way that persuades me to be like, "Wow, this is a human piece of shit." But instead, it was just a bunch of made-up stuff and a bunch of really clever, quote unquote. Uh, editing that really uh, made it into this thing that was just such a propaganda against Dick Cheney. And I don't even like Dick Cheney, but it was just, we they were trying to tell me w, how, we how, don't how enjoy feel. Dick Cheney. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that, this leads uh, to the cream of the crop. Matt, yeah, the has, climax. Been, Matt has been waiting weeks and I tell you weeks to discuss his thorough and elaborate disdain for the piece of cinematic excrement that is Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Um, I'm going to lead off with, and I talked about this a little bit in episode two. I'm a large Queen fan. You could call me a, um, a big Queen fan. Um, I've listened to every album they put out. Um, in great detail more than once and um i was really excited to see this movie um i was a little less excited when they dropped sasha baron cohen from the project and when i found out that sasha baron cohen was dropped because um they the band did not want to take it to to the level that he wanted to take it i knew there was a problem there was going to be a problem with this movie and that is ultimately the problem with this movie. It is so safe and so basic and so cookie cutter and formulaic that it is a cinematic Wikipedia article. It is a remake uh, without comedy of Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. Uh, it is every music biopic put into one but just with the Queen members. And worst of all, it's not even factual. Spoiler alert, I don't think anybody cares anymore now that I've completely wrecked apart this movie. Uh, the main conflict in this movie arises when Freddie Mercury leaves um, 
leaves the band to go on his on his solo career and all the queen members are like freddie you're like you've you've betrayed us i i can't believe that you would want to do this yeah that's not what happened um pretty queen sure the entire been, band all tried to do their own shit at one point or another not <laughs> only that queen had been queen had been touring for years nonstop, and they all kind of decided okay we're all gonna take a break we're gonna go try our own things and in the movie they basically put it as that the band wanted to keep making music and um freddie mercury didn't he wanted to go out on his own but then only when freddie mercury's standing out in the rain does he realize he needs his friends so then he goes back and not, not only this, Freddie Mercury literally, literally finds out he has AIDS by coughing into a napkin or a handkerchief and there's blood on it, <laughs> which if you've seen uh, Oh Hello on Broadway, that is the corniest, most basic way to show that a character is sick. And they did it in this movie and I was pissed off. Yeah, But... Another unfactual thing, Freddie Mercury reveals to the band before the live aid performance, I have AIDS. When in reality, Freddie Mercury didn't reveal to his bandmates that he had AIDS. I don't even think he was diagnosed with it until two years after the live aid performance. So it is literally the biggest Hollywood sham I have seen in a long time. It is the most overrated movie I used to say of the decade, but now I'm going to say the century. Because right now on IMDb, it holds a rating of 8.1 out of 10, and it is and it's in the top 250 movies of all time. And I just don't understand why people can like this movie. It's so boring. How many how many scenes can you have of band members of a of a popular band figuring out how they create the music? Yeah, this is. Bohemian Rhapsody is a movie that I saw with Matt, and uh, as Bigelow said, uh, he's never seen Matt walk out of a movie mad. And the first words that Matt said to me after he walked out was, uh, that was a flaming pile of shit. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I didn't really mind it because, um, you know, I'm not that big of a Queen fan. You know, I know all their songs, but... You didn't even know he was I gay. Don't go out of yeah, you didn't even know Freddie yeah, Mercury liked uh, dudes. Didn't really want to say that on air, but uh, yeah, I well, did not Well, we know have to point that, out your stupidity. Uh, no, see, um, my experience going to see that movie with you was the reason I hated this movie. Every single person in that theater loved it and just were, yeah. were, were fawning over it. And... Yeah. Every shitty joke, every little reference. Mike Myers being on screen as their like record label producer was such a bad call, but it worked for the audience that we were with because they were dying. I mean, this was the funniest yeah. shit they've ever heard in their life. Yeah. But, I mean, I I don't know. There were for people the, singing along fact, to Radio Gaga with yeah, the live okay. performance. If you're in a movie theater <laughs> and it's a, a musical, t- uh, like a musical biography or something of like a band, do not sing along to the song uh, during the movie. Uh, I am trying to watch the movie. I paid real money to watch a movie. I completely do agree. not sit next to me I mean, you know and sing song, along to the movie. You know how the song goes. I mean, when I saw, bro, when I saw 
completely off topic, but when I saw Straight Outta Compton, there were people in the theater when I saw Straight Outta Compton who got out lighters and were holding lighters up, listening to NWA yeah, see, and rapping along to NWA. <laughs> so I don't. I mean, to each their own. A musical movie is going to elicit. You know, if you ha- if you have some kind of connection to the song or to the band, it's going to elicit the emotion to want to sing along to the damn song. But since we well, are already going, the song. we are already going on a while. Uh, let's make some picks for best picture. Uh, I think we know what's not getting picked, but we will start with film buff Mr. Matthew Larson. What is your best picture pick? Um. Have I told you guys this yet? No. No. I think A Star is Born should win. Uh, I think it was the best movie I saw this year, the movie I connected with the most. Um, I did not expect to cry uh, to a movie starring Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. And I do not cry in a lot of movies, but I... Shed a tear, and I am not ashamed of that. It is a sad movie, and I also had not seen A Star is Born, the movies before it, um, so I didn't know that's how it would end. And I would also like to add that um, I think it should win because this is the fourth time we've seen this movie. Give it best picture so we can stop making it. Thank you very much, Hollywood. Uh, But anyways, I think what will win is going to be Roma or Green Book. I think Roma is the film critic's choice this year, Um, so I would not be surprised. But I also would be happy, actually, if Green Book won. I had a good time watching that movie. Um, It's your average cookie-cutter, feel-good, racism-is-bad type of movie, but it's a good time, and I really enjoyed it. So I think that will win. Now, I think we all know what I'm going to pick. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pick the favorite. As I've said before, very, very good film. Um, you know, all the actresses, actors in it did a very, very good job. Um, it was a very, it's a timepiece film. Um, Queen of England or Queen of whatever. I don't really know if it was the Queen of England, but um, I honestly thought it was just a good film all around. Um, very good twist at the end. Um, so yeah, I think the favorite should win. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to that either. Bigelow. Green book. Everyone loves a feel good, happy story. I haven't seen it. I think it, but it will probably, probably win. Uh, I, I, I will echo your sentiment, Matt on a star is born. Uh, I definitely was not expecting, you know, to get to get sad, man. Like that's a, to care about it, those characters. To care yeah. about it, like it was a very moving movie. Like it, it comes at you. The music's good. The acting's good. But I just don't think it is best picture. Like I think it's best picture material, obviously. But I think in today's climate, uh, it's not gonna win i think it's gonna be no i don't think it's gonna some happy Um, some happy feel good cookie cutter so i am going to go with green book um i also would like to add because i i didn't really give a uh a specific answer um 
if the Oscars decide to go the political route, they will pick Roma because I think um, Roma's a very good movie. I will give it that. But I, I, I think Green Book was a better movie. Uh, I wasn't as bored. Roma's a good movie. It's boring, man. I don't, Chris, I know you watched it. Was, was, it, was it boring to you? I mean, yeah, it, it was a little bit boring, but, you know, you told me to watch it uh, for this, for this uh, episode. Um, I really had to force myself to watch it. So uh, I would definitely. It's not an easy watch. Yeah. But um, as I was going to say, I actually think my definitive answer is going to be Green Book. Um, it's a good movie, and I won't be upset if it wins. It has a good message to it. And, uh, Racism is bad. <laughs> so. Racism is bad. Spoiler alert. But yeah. Uh, oh, real quick. I also want to add my snub for this category. My favorite movie of the year. My number one movie. Eighth grade. Should have been nominated, especially over Black Panther, Vice, or Bohemian Rhapsody. So yeah. that's my biggest snub. Bo Burnham really created a modern, a modern masterpiece, I think. And a movie that fully represents uh, our current uh, Generation. generations. Yeah. 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 So I would definitely agree with that, Matt. Um, I went and saw it with my little cousin who is in eighth grade and I asked him, uh, does that really happen around you? And, uh, he really liked the film as well. Um, so yeah, I would definitely agree. It, it, it really should have been nominated. Um, Bo Burnham is just an amazing person all around. Amazing director, amazing comedian. Um, amazing songwriter. So I definitely think he should have been nominated. Uh, so yeah, I think that concludes, uh, our Oscar talk. Um, the Oscars are on Sunday, the 24th. Uh, so everyone should tune in and, uh, I'm actually not watching it. Oh, really? I'm paying attention to the live updates. I think it's a pretty boring award show to watch. I would have (laughs) to to agree. It is one of the few things where Twitter actually comes in handy. Just got to yep. subscribe to updates. Um, I probably will tune in from from here to there. But, yeah. but yeah. if you stuck around for this whole hour to listen to us talk about movies, we appreciate you. Episode 3, if you haven't listened already, is going to be available at this time. We're, uh, we will have reactions to the Academy Awards next week. And we also have your regularly scheduled programming. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving! The show goes on! This is my home! They're gonna need a fucking wrecking ball! Take me out of here!